brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code, all things electrically related. But this is a special episode because I have a lot of students. Now, our Electrical Code Academy has thousands of students, and we have many people that are in our Fast Tracks program. Um, but one of the key core fundamentals of the programs that we offer is educational to not only help you succeed in passing an exam, but get your game to the next level. That's why we offer residential, commercial, industrial, grounding and bonding, all core fundamentals that help hone those skills even once you get your license. And we have a lot of companies who purchase the keys in our program for residential, commercial, for their people that are in their company. And we monitor their grades and we, we give feedback to their administrator or whoever in their company wants the grades to show how involved the students are for their company. So we offer that. And that's one of our aspects of Electrical Code Academy is we have that platform. And what it does is it helps all of your electricians, all of your apprentices, all your masters all be on the same page because the advice that we give in these publications, again, and I helped write uh, three of those, the residential, the commercial, and the grounding and bonding, along with uh, the primary author, which is Phil Simmons, um, I had a, a little bit of input into it, and so I was excited to be involved in those programs, and so we offer those courses, and then again, when you do the reviews at the end of each unit, I have the ability to edit those uh, once you submit them in order to be able to give you some feedback to help you further your knowledge, and so I'm excited about those platforms, but they're not exam prep driven. They are after you achieve your licensure and you want to take your game to the next level. You want to bring your staff up to speed. So, again, that's the primary use of those programs. But Electrical Code Academy is very much known for our exam prep and being very successful. So many people have heard me coin a phrase that I have a philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation. 
And that is kind of a, a quote of mine where I'm like, look, there's a, there's a specific philosophy to the educational process, and it applies to preparing for an electrical exam. And if you follow that process and you follow the course of action, you're going to be successful. So you have to ask yourself, when you're thinking about preparing for an exam, or you need that license, you know, why are you preparing for an exam? I mean, what's the purpose? What, why did you invest in a program? Why did you start going online and Googling it or looking up and saying, okay, I need to get this exam. Are you an apprentice? Are you new in the trade? Are you a journeyman? You need to get to the master level to move up in your company, whatever it may be. You, 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 something in you sparked that you need to get to the next level. You need to increase your knowledge. Now, whether you're one of those out there who hate on the code that's fine, but you know you need to know it. Otherwise, you're going to fail inspections. You're going to delay projects. You're going to make your owners unhappy, and you're just not going to get to the next level. And in order to take an exam, you have to have knowledge to pass that exam. And, of course, all exams are based on what? National Electrical Code. So you need to learn it, and you need to embrace it. Now, your job gets dramatically easier. Okay, You can rely on your skills And the knowledge portion of understanding the code will kick in the more you understand it. And so that's kind of what we call ballistic training, and that's what our programs are based on. So you ask yourself, what is the philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation? And that means going at it with a structured plan. And I get a lot of emails from people who say, Paul, please help me. I've taken the exam three times, and I failed. And there's some haters out there that would say, well, you just need to be a plumber, right? <laughs> I mean, that's sadly, that's what some people will say. That is not the choice. That is not the answer. This is the greatest trade in the world, in my opinion. You keep at it. We want to help you succeed. So how do you do that? You got to ask yourself, why is it important to me to get this license? Is it for my family? Is it for myself? Is it for my uh, my children to make a better life for them. And electricians do very well. And there's so many opportunities for electricians that from a service to industrial, commercial, residential, to light residential, to um, uh, motor control, to whatever. And there's so many opportunities for electricians. Maybe that's why you got into it. So the philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation is... My philosophy in you need to study with a plan. So when I get those emails and people fail, I usually ask them and say, well, tell me and be brutally honest because I'm, not, I'm a non-BS guy, right? I, I just want honesty, okay? And so I'm like, okay, what have you done truly to prepare? And they'll go, well, I, you know, I, I read the code book every night. Okay, first mistake. And you're like, whoa, how can that be a mistake? I'm reading the code book every night. Well, the first mistake is you're reading it, but you're not retaining it. And you have to ask yourself, how well were you in school with reading comprehension? And there's some people that are great with it. And there's some that could read a paragraph, and they would ask you to explain the summary of that paragraph. Could you do it? And many people can't because they read something. It's using terminologies that they don't understand or they, they find more difficult in the National Electrical Code is riddled with terminologies and, and the way that it talks and the way it was written by code people on code panels. Again, that massage public inputs that come in from the general public. And sometimes it gets massaged and changed and, and used terminologies that 
you might find confusing, especially if you're preparing for an exam. So just reading a code book from cover to cover is not the answer, especially if you get put into an exam where you have very much a stressful environment and maybe some educator has taught you to code highlight everything and then maybe they've taught you to tab everything so that now it just becomes brain overload and you've got all these highlights that roll together. You can't distinguish anything on the page and you've got all these tabs that just cause more confusion. And that's because you're not learning the structure of the code. You're not learning it in a structured way. You're not being forced to spend the time that's needed to be successful in passing an exam, but also in retaining the information moving forward. And that's what I'm all about. That's what Electrical Code Academy is all about. That's what our Fast Tracks program is all about. Now, I'm excited because in the Fast Tracks, I partnered. I had nothing to do with this document that we, that we use as a primary document, uh, unlike the residential commercial grounding and bonding, which I had a hand in. This one, I wanted to be totally hands-off so I could be objective in how I answer students' questions and be able to reflect on the question from the author in a way that takes me outside of that sphere of influence so that I can explain it and you understand it at a different level than maybe what they wrote in the book. Okay, but again, I'm so impressed with the book and Charles Miller and how he wrote the book that it is my choice uh, in our program right now uh, of of utilizing it. And then I put all of our support and all of our educational platforms on top of it and sandwich it together. And that's what you get in our fast track program. So, again, the philosophy to education for electrical exam preparation has to do with preparing and being ready. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about what our program offers uh, in the Fast Tracks so that you can understand why I can tell you you will be successful. You will be successful if you follow our plan. And I cannot say that with anybody else's plan out there because they're not gearing you towards exam prep. They're teaching you code, and it's kind of a hodgepodge from wherever you get it. And we're teaching you systematically. It's the only program that I know online that takes you from piece to piece to piece and is there to support you the whole way. And of course, we do our free live streams every Wednesday night and also that you can come in and ask questions and I'll answer them for you. We want you to succeed. So if you were interested, and let's say you were to think about, you want to say, okay, what do I need to do to be successful? Okay, create a plan. You, you have to create the plan and realize that I can't just go randomly reading things in the code book. It's just not going to work. You have to have a structured plan. So what we've done is we put that together for you. We're going to set the structure. We're going to set the tone for you. So you're going to have multiple units. So example, in our Fast Tracks program, you're going to have 18 units. And of these 18 units, they're going to be broken down logically into a learning structure from unit one, which talks about the introduction to the National Electrical Code. It's going to teach you things like the wiring system product standards, UL standards, ANSI standards. It's going to talk about the structure and flow of the National Electrical Code so that you know what uh, parts are, subdivisions are, you're going to know what uh, uh, articles are. You'll get this base knowledge that you need so as you start moving through the code, things become easier. You start understanding what uh, it means to say list item or uh, subdivision or something. You understand it, and so that's important. It's going to talk about uh, general uh, electrical requirements, Uh, and kind of set the foundation for you to move further into Unit 2. Now, in Unit 2, we talk about things like definitions. 
We'll give you some introduction definitions. We'll give summaries. And then, of course, you'll have what's called a competency review. So the competency reviews we have starting at Unit 2 in the 2017 edition. In the 2020 edition of our Fast Tracks program, we're going to start giving you competency reviews right out the gate. I mean, right in Unit 1. We're going to test your knowledge on the National Electrical Code, when it was adopted, all this type of stuff. So... The whole Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Concept here is to start setting the foundation. Now, in our Fast Tracks program is a lot of reading, but you also have a highlight and play feature, which means it'll read it to you. So if you want to read it, and that's what we call ballistic training. You've heard me talk about it before. And that is when you actually have the computer read it to you while you're reading along in your head or out loud, however you choose to do. And that's part of the study with a plan. It creates this muscle memory. It creates this ability to hear it and see it, read it, comprehend it, and it just makes it for a better foundation for learning. And the key here is not to think about, hey, I just need to pass an exam. That's not just what you're doing here. You need to pass the exam, but you want to, all this time you're putting in, you want to be able to retain it. You want to remember this stuff. That is why it's broken down into multiple units the way it is. So you move past unit two, do your competency test. I will grade it personally and will give you feedback. Then you go into unit three. Logically, it moves you into boxes and enclosures. So we talk about box fill calculations. Uh, We talk about junction and pull box sizing. Uh, The depth and width of boxes. So you, you get that foundation of all the things that that starts you into, because, you know, most of the time in electrical installation, you know, we're going to put up boxes and junction boxes, and we're going to be there before we even start getting into things like cables and, and conductors and things like that and raceways. So we're logically following along in a structured plan. And so you go into the boxes, and, of course, you'll, you'll, you'll learn about the markings and things like that, general installation uh, requirements, You'll get all that in Article 314, and then you'll have a competency review test. And the competency review test is basically based on everything that you learned during that unit. Okay. Now, also, the textbook in our program, since it's all electronic, the textbook is available at any time for you to go back and read some information. If one of the questions doesn't make sense to you, you're like, I don't remember that. Then go back into the textbook. When you're doing the competency reviews, you don't need to use the NEC because all of this information is based on the the textbook material. Now, you might need to use the NEC to go look up a value or something like box value, cubic inch or something, but that's what it's designed to do, to kind of work you through the textbook, through the code book, but primarily all of the questions, the, the, the methodology to the question comes from the course unit material. So... It's always available. Of course, your code book's always available, too, if you want to use it. Um, but there you go. All of it's right there. So you go through it. You do the, the competency test. And what this does is this tells us, did you retain what you just read? 
And if your scores are below 60%, we're going to not give you the answers, and we're going to tell you that you've got to redo the unit. Now, again, you're, you're not taking this course to graduate and get a diploma. You know, you're, you're taking it because you want to learn something from it. So constructive criticism where we give it to you and tell you that you really need to redo it. We're not doing it to be mean. I'm not doing it to be nasty. And most all of my students realize that. I'm here to help you succeed. So if I think that you need to redo it, it's because I've been doing this for so many years. And I know that you need to be in the upper 80s to lower 90s to be extremely successful on your electrical exam. And what I mean is, doesn't mean that you get lower grades that you're not going to pass because you're obviously still retaining information from the program. But I am trying to get you to a level where you walk into that exam, your chin is up high, you know you're going to nail it. When you start looking at the questions, a large majority of these questions are going to be from your reading material. You're just going to know the answer. You're not going to have to look it up. So what you're doing is you're buying yourself time because you only have a few minutes per question. And it's real easy to compute whatever the length of time is for your exam. And you you'd simply divide that into the, the, the number of questions that are on the exam. And it will tell you how many minutes you have per question. Well, if you have to stop and look up every question in the index or flip back and forth through the code book on every question, you're not going to finish the exam in time. You're just not. Because you're going to get bogged down on a question you're not going to understand the wave pattern format that we talk about in some of my other videos in how you do an exam. And what happens is you run out of time and then you start guessing. And there's a right way and a wrong way to guess. You can make an educated guess or you can make what we call, quote, a wild ass guess. And that's never the way we want to be. We want to make an educated guess. And so the reading material is designed to put you to that position where you can make a educated guess if you can't find the answer, or based on what you're doing in this program, you'll know the answer, right? And if you know the answer and you answer it right away, guess what you've done? You've taken a, let's say you had two minutes per question, and you answered one right away, then the next question you have four minutes to answer that question. Now imagine if you go through the entire first wave and answer all the questions you know, Now, when you go through the second wave, you have to spend more time on questions that you marked and skipped because you couldn't find it in a certain length of time. Now, you have built yourself up a bank of time to relax and find the question, okay? That's why you train a specific way. If you're just flipping through the code book, randomly reading pieces here and there, and that's your study plan, that is not a good study plan. And I can guarantee you, if you get lucky enough to pass, you will not retain that information it's just not the way to go and again i am probably the first person that's ever presented it that way and that is a plan that is very much part of electrical code academy's philosophy okay our philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation is to go in there with a structured study plan okay so you move through unit three you get to unit four then we talk about cables And in cables, you're going to learn the general installation, introduction, conductor identification. Uh, You're going to learn about the grounded conductor, switch locations. You're going to learn about uh, all those type of aspects, special application type of cables, underground installations in 300.5. All of that's going to be covered in Unit 4. Unit 5, it specifically now transitions into raceways and conductors 
in raceways. So you'll do things like fill calculations. Uh, you'll learn about flexible conduits, other types of uh, raceways. Uh, you'll learn the difference between the conduits and tubings. All that stuff is critically important. And you're going to systematically go through it. Again, very structured. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Very specific in how it's being taught so that it's easy to retain it rather than jumping from here to there. Now, what's interesting is that's all part of section one. When, and you have an end of section exam that's going to kind of test you on everything that you just learned in section one because we need to know where your head is at. That's important. It's important for you, and you don't get that anywhere else. Okay? You end up going into an exam by reading materials or jumping around, and you really don't have your head where you need to be. You don't know, well, what is my scores? What am I doing? We're doing that, and we're grading that, and we're providing that, okay, so that you have these benchmarks. That's the secret to success. And remember, you're investing a lot of time, a lot of money, and your future depends on your success. The difference with us is that we want to make sure that you don't just stop thinking the exam, that you take everything further beyond the exam, and that's why we created this And that's why our program is tailored around this publication, because we can expand on it in our educational offerings and my motivational uh, products that kind of talks in little pieces of these things to help push you forward and be successful beyond your exam. Now, section two gets into general provisions for one family dwellings. So it starts to cover all of the things in a one family dwelling. Okay, so now it's talking about things in 210.52, receptacle spacing. It teaches you how to look at an electrical floor plan. Uh, It covers the requirements for AFCIs, the GFCIs. All those things are critically important that you can associate with a one-family dwelling so that you can kind of put the two together. Then it gets into special provisions in Unit 7 where we start talking about unique things like kitchens and dining rooms and, and hallways and stairways and clothes closets and bathrooms. Those are specialty areas, laundry areas, attics and crawl spaces. All of that is very specific, and it's broken down in its own unit because you need to learn it specifically in a format whereas you build on top of each unit, and that's what the program does. Then, logically, we immediately dump you Unit 8 into load calculations. So we're going to tell you how to compile the information you need, how to use the uh, standard method and the optional method, uh, and you need to know how to do both. In the real world, we probably are always going to use the optional method, except for the neutral conductors have to be calculated based on the standard method. So you're going to have to know both. Um, But regardless of whether or not you believe optional method or standard method, it doesn't really matter. You have to know it. And the program will teach it. Now, what is uniquely different in our program is that you have printouts that you print out, and there are forms. And when you're working your competency reviews, and and I'm going to tell you right now, Unit 8 is one of the toughest units that people deal with. Okay, and that is basically load calculations. And it's going to really test, do you understand calculations? 
it's really going to push that on you. And I have to give a lot of feedback to students because it is a tough unit. And I try to help them out as much as I can to bring it into logical context of why we're doing this, why we're following these steps, uh, and all that type of stuff. So anyway, the program will give you that foundation. And it's, it's amazing. And then you'll have your competency review for Unit 8. And again, we're going to test your knowledge. And it's all based on what you read and learned in that unit. Then you move on to Unit 9, which is services and electrical equipment. So that is very much focused on what you need to know for an electrical exam when it comes to services and electrical equipment. So it's broken down pretty much along the same lines as what your uh, different exams criteria is going to be for different study material. It's broken down pretty much in that way. Only thing we do is we expand on that and to help it sink in a little bit better. Uh, and then, of course, you move into unit, and that's the end of Section 2. Then you move into Section 3, which is multifamily dwellings. And it kind of goes on the same concept. You'll look at blueprints. You'll understand clearances. You'll understand the things like branch circuits, and we start to dabble into things like voltage drop. Uh, and all those things for multifamily to kind of keep it in a structured plan. And then you get to Unit 11. And Unit 11, again, ends up being one of the tougher units for people. Because now we start digging into areas where people don't feel comfortable. And that is load calculation, how to compile the load information, how to do a standard and optional method for multifamily dwellings. We'll explain a six-unit multifamily dwelling calculation. Uh, We'll use both the standard method and optional methods. We will break it down. And then again, we're going to give you a test on it. We're going to test your knowledge. You need to be pushed. You need to retain it. Not just to pass an exam. But to be honest with you, get your money's worth. And that's what this program's about. So you'll find out pretty quickly that the services that we place on top of these platforms is well worth it because you get a lot of time with me. In other words, me grading your work, uh, you being able to send emails, and me be able to break it down. If there's a question anywhere during the program that you have, you cut and paste it, you send an email to me and say, Paul, explain this in a little more detail. I'm not sure I understand it. Again, You're not in a hurry here. You have access to our course for 365 days, 24-7. It's not going to take you that long to pass your exam, okay? Especially if you're on the 60- or 90-day program, uh, the, the plan. We're here to help you. We're here to explain things that you might not understand. That's the service and support you get, and that's what I built the platform on. So then that's the end of Unit 3, and then uh, Section 3, and then you go into Section 4. Now, Section 4 is broken down into commercial locations. So it goes over general provisions, so you learn about receptacles. Again, three um, the 180 VA per strap. You learn about the branch circuits, balancing out branch circuits, lighting, all of those type of things, and you do a competency review on that. Then you get into Unit 13, and it gets pretty tough again. Because Unit 13 talks about non-dwelling load calculations. So we're going to show you how to calculate a store. We're going to show you how to calculate a bank, which are probably, I would argue, the predominant types of calculations that would appear on an electrical exam. So you're going to learn those and get a summary of those, and you're going to need to really slow down during that unit and absorb all the information in those units. Uh, because, again, we're not reinventing the wheel here. It's code information but it's being compiled in a way that you can understand it. Now, you have these forms, and people have asked me, says, why should I use the forms, Paul? Because I'm not going to be able to use these on the exam. And that's what I tell you. Remember, the philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation 
is repetition and doing things in a proper order, a logical flow. And these forms force you to do that because they also have code references on them. So they kind of give you that visual cue of how you work the program, how you work the calc. So that if you get asked on an exam, they're not going to ask you to do an entire store. They're not going to ask you to do an entire bank. You don't have the time for that. Now, if they did, you're going to know how. But in reality is, you need to know how to do the pieces. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right? The pieces. And that's what this program does. So that's what's called a structured plan. Now, again, I, it would be remiss if I said, you know, there's other programs out there. There's other stuff that you can do for free. And that's fine. And I encourage them. The problem is, if you look at your time investment and your monetary investment, free sounds good unless you fail a couple times and then it costs you money. And then the sheer amount of, of random studying with no purpose consumes your life. I have students who have been studying for over a year and they say to me, they've been reading this book every night and then they end up coming to our program. And I go, why did you come to our program? You're studying. You've been studying for a year. They go, because I studied and I just felt like I wasn't retaining it. I just, it just, I wasn't getting anywhere. I could, I would do tests and I would do poorly. And I've said, but you've been studying for a year. And they go, yeah. I'm like, well, the reason you didn't do well is because you had no purpose. You had a purpose. You know why you want to pass your exam. I get it. You, you want to better yourself. You want to, um, it's important for you. It's important for your family. But that's different. You have to focus in your studies. And you just went in there as a random attack versus a very specific attack. And that's what this program does. And so, again, you learn every aspect of it. So then immediately he jumped in the program and he's doing very well and he's going to be successful. And it's sometimes you just need somebody to lead you. And that's what this does. So, again, you go into that. And then, of course, you get into Unit 14. It's services, feeders, and equipment. And, again, that'll go over things like switchboards, switchgear, panel boards, working clearances, again, uh, busways, separately drive systems, transformers, things like that. We'll go into more detail. And then you start going, and that's the end of Unit uh, Section 4. In Section 5, you got special occupancies, areas, and equipment. So it talks about hazardous classified locations, Class 1, Class 2, Class 3. It's going to test you on that. Then you jump into healthcare. It's going to talk about patient care spaces, hospitals, uh, inhalation, anesthesia locations, nursing homes, limited care facilities. Going to go into that. And it's only going to generally talk about areas that's probably going to be uh, on an exam or something that is very exam driven. Because as you get out in the field, these are very specialized areas that when you learn the code and you learn how to navigate it, you don't have to memorize it. But you need to know where to go and how it flows. And so it's really trying to also say, look, we're not going to teach you everything and give you brain overload. But what it's going to do is tell you how to utilize those areas in the code, like 517 for healthcare facilities. Okay. Um, so again, it's going to explain hazardous locations, how to apply 500, 501, 502, 503, uh, it, things like that. Okay. And so then you get into unit 17, which is industrial locations. So we're going to talk motors. 
specific equipment, give you some introductions, some general aspects, and we're going to test you on it. And then you get to unit 18, which is the, the last unit, and that is special occupancies. And it's going to talk about things like motion picture, circuses, fairs, uh, you know, motion pictures, locating, uh, manufactured homes, mobile homes, uh, marinas and boat yards. It's going to give you the core information that you need. Uh, and I said that was the last unit, but it's not. Actually, 19 units in the program. And then once you get past that, you're going to get to what's called special equipment, unit 19. And that's going to talk about sensitive electronic equipment, elevators. Uh, it's going to briefly touch on things like swimming pools, fountains, and similar installations. And then you're going to be tested on it. And those are going to be the core things that's going to, by that time, you're going to start building your the way that you maneuver through the code. You're going to become very savvy. Now, here's the other thing. And I really always have to express this to students because they kind of forget this. Every time you do a unit, Every week that you're working on a unit, you need to be doing one of our practice exams at the very bottom. Okay, And there's 20 exams down there and also three final exams. Again, you're investing in yourself. Okay, We're here to support you, but you need to invest in yourself. And, of course, we see all of your grades. We see your progress. We see how long you're logged in. We see um, where you, how long you spend on one exam and everything like that. Um, and it kind of something that I glance at when I'm grading your stuff so I can give comments. Um, or I might say, you know, you really need to go back and do unit eight again because your scores were not that good. Uh, and we really want you to get those grades up there. Um, we're here to help. And I think that interaction is what sets us apart. So whether you love it or hate it or love me or hate me, it doesn't really matter. Electrocode Academy is a corporation. We're here to support you and we're here to make you successful. Okay, whether you like somebody as an individual or you like their way of delivery, it's irrelevant. I might not like Bill Gates, but I love his software. I love his program. Okay, so anyway, the concept is it's a structured plan. It's here to teach you. There's an awful lot of material, uh, a lot of great graphics, um, and I'm always here to help and answer any questions, anything that you might be confused with. That's what you're getting in our programs. So that is our philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation is a structured, focused plan, and that is what we have in our Fast Tracks program. If you're interested in any of our programs, just go over to masterthenec.com or you can go to electricalcodeacademy.com or .net or .org, either one for both of those URLs, and what you'll see is all of our course offerings. We even have a course on Electricity 101 that we have quite a few students in, and that is a program that's teaching you all the basic fundamentals of electricity, ACDC uh, theories, Ohm's laws, um, paralleling aspects, parallel and series circuitry. That's a basic electrical 101. It's great for any apprentice. It's great for anybody getting into the trade. It's almost a prerequisite that I would make all of my helpers and all of my apprentices that are hired Go through that program and monitor their activity. So we have a lot of businesses who do that as part of the requirement for their apprentices. It helps them be structured. Why? Because we can see that they log in. We can see how long they stay in it. We can provide that feedback back to the owner or the administrator for that company and let them know, yes, they're diligent in the program. This is the scores they're getting. This is how they're doing. And it allows them to determine who's rising to the top. 
who's going to be the helper that they need to invest a lot of time in, who's going to be our potential leaders. Again, it's just a benchmark that people use, and we offer that program. So it's the Electricity 101 program that we have. Okay? So anyway, thank you all for listening to this. Hopefully you understand uh, the concept or, or what we're trying to achieve with the philosophy of education for electrical exam preparation, and you understand that we created this program for that success. So until next time, folks, stay safe. God bless. Shut up and sit down. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.